Hello and welcome to today's Next Sense Institute podcast. My name is Trudy Smith and I'm your host for today and I'm Manager of Continuing Professional Education at the Next Sense Institute. Looking forward to this conversation. I've known Cassidy for a little while now and she's quite an inspiring lady. So now it's your chance to learn about her too. So Cassidy, can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, um, hi, Trudy. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Cassidy. I am a uh, profound, um, I'm a person with um, profound hearing loss and I am aided with, yeah, cochlear implants bilaterally. I um, I actually attended um, um, RIBBC Rocky Wolford and um, Ashley and Garfield Bowery School um, during my time here. And I've just um, finished my undergrad at Macquarie, um, studying a Bachelor of Speech and Hearing Sciences. And now I'm working at Nick Sense um, at the Spoken Language Program as a school assistant. And also I work with Hearing Australia um, as a customer service officer, where I work with a different, yeah, wide range of um, clients um, with different needs. Fantastic. So you've got such a diverse background, Cassidy, and I wonder when you started in high school and people were asking you what you wanted to do when you finished school, what did you tell them? Did you have a plan? Did you have a dream? Um, so I think in high school, I've always um, had a passion um, for helping people, uh, mostly um, food related, because I did food technology in high school and I've, um, people have, um, yeah, kept asking me what I was going to do. And I, at the time, I wasn't really sure. I was, I was very worried of my marks in high school and I felt that, oh, I don't know if I can achieve that because of my mark or something. But um, yeah, I, I think during high school, I took, it took some time for me to um, think about what I wanted to do. Um, yeah, not until um, at my, my appointment with SDIC, um, where my audiologist asked me oh, um, what I was going to do after high school. And I said, look, I'm not really sure. And then um, she suggested, oh, how about you do audiology? And I was like, oh, uh, I like, I'm not too sure because I wasn't. Like growing up, um, going to all these appointments wasn't really wasn't really fun, and I, and I didn't want to um, like go to these appointments um, for the rest of my life. But I think um, looking back and reflecting, um, like during my time, like, oh maybe audiology is a really good career because I feel like I'm able to um, empathize with a lot of clients um, going through their hearing journey, and that through my personal experience, I can. Um, like find ways that um, I think I can help people here um, because I know that being a bilateral, like being aided with bilateral cochlear implants is definitely no easy and it, um, it requires a lot of dedication and commitment um, to, um, to be where I am now. I think, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, sounds like it's been quite the journey for you as well. And so I'm, I'm curious about whether you felt like there were any barriers to what you wanted to do. Um, growing up, um, coming from coming from an Asian background, with um, with a perception that um, you you are a high achiever, um, you must do medicine, you must do law, and I felt like that was a barrier for me because um, a lot of people, I don't know, but there was a stereotype where oh, um, you've got a disability, you don't have, you can't do certain things, or you don't have the luxury that you want to do things, and I think um, that really that really held me back. But um, I think, yeah, I think um, with my family support and 
and their encouragement to um, persevere and um, try your best and you will get there. So I think I was very fortunate that I had a really, really supportive family um, to help me carry through. They sound like they're amazing to have got you to where you are yeah. now. So when we think about you, when you were saying you went to Macquarie and you, you did the, um, the degree in hearing science, what opportunities were they giving you to help you achieve your goals, Cassidy? Um, specifically at Macquarie Uni or? All the way through your training. Oh, okay. Um, I think I, um, during high school, I had our children support teacher for seven hours per week. He would come into um, the subjects that I struggled most, and that was English, math and science. And then, um, and then I also had like disability provisions where I had um, extra time to help me um, or interpret um, a dictionary and thesaurus and also um, that carried on through to uni where I also had a note taking, a um, lecture transcript and also um, exam adjustments so that I can achieve the best of my ability. Sure. And so tell us now about your exciting role. You've got two different jobs. So let's maybe let's start with the school job first. Yeah. How, how so do you I, find that working with the kids? I actually um, started this role as a volunteer and then I um, slowly made my way up. And then um, in placement, I had placement as part of my undergrad degree. So I had to, I did my, yeah, I had to complete like 50 hours. So I decided to do it at SDIC. And then I did some project with early learning program. And then I, um, then I started my role um, as school assistant. Look, it's been really great. It's really rewarding to see um, kids thrive um, in their learning and, and, and academic, especially with um, lockdown and online learning. Where I've had to, um, yeah, um, do a lot of supervision with online learning. And today, um, kids are back and um, kids have definitely um, shined. And um, it's good to know that um, I've done my job well and to help the child and students um, to be the best that they can be and that they can reach new heights. Sure. Tell me about the lockdown learning. How did you find that, Cassidy, teaching over Zoom or Teams? Oh, um, honestly, I think as a hearing loss um, person, I think it was a struggle for kids. Um, I think struggle, like doing learning over Zoom and the amount of concentration that you have to put on, especially with hearing loss, you have to put more effort, which means because you could lead to listening fatigue which was a struggle, but I will say give credit um, to my fellow colleagues who put so much effort into um, into um, developing the lesson plans and that to suit the child's needs. Yeah. So very much individualised learning for each yeah, year. Um, each, yeah, each child has different needs. Um, we've, got a, we've got a lot of students here who are, have different levels and we also have to find ways to cater them and to... Uh, be creative and to uh, find a way that they are engaged in their learning. Yeah. Yep. And you said that you're also a customer service agent at yeah. here in Australia. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I started this role in July um, during lockdown. Um, look, this role is something that is a, that is uh, that I'm that I'm very passionate about because. Um, I also, yeah, want to uh, pursue a master's degree in clinical audiology, and I think my role with Hearing Australia has provided, like, provided the foundation knowledge. Um, for example, working with different 
um, clients with different needs, um, learning all the different types of hearing aids and the different repairs that we do and all the little um, like other admin stuff that I think would definitely help me um, to in, in my master's degree in, in applying the theoretical knowledge into the real world. Absolutely. Cassidy, do you think the fact that you are deaf yourself, when you're yeah. engaging with families and, and clients who are also deaf um, and thinking about hearing access, do you think that you are more sensitive in the way that you support them? Do you think that you're a valuable role model for them? Uh, well, yes, I think you can say that. Um, I've had a client who come in who, who, or, who are, or who I've worked with are very appreciative of me because um, I'm able to um, share my personal journey and share my personal knowledge. And I think they really appreciate that, oh, they're not the only one suffering. There's a lot of people um, who are hearing impaired also struggle as well. So I think mm-hmm. it's good that, um, that I can empathise with them and share that, oh, you know what, it's okay. Um, I think it just you'll get there. Just, you require a lot of um, perseverance and patience to, um, just to overcome your challenge. Yeah, yeah. I think you would be such a valuable asset to the to the hearing yeah. Australia. I think they're lucky to have you. Yeah, Cassidy, I, I wonder if you um, if you have any advice for us for students, particularly in high school, who are deaf and hard of hearing, considering a profession like yours, either working in schools or working in that role. What advice do you have for those teenagers? Um, look, uh, my advice is to you know, like I think it's. Um, the journey will be hard um, to get where I am, like to get where you want to do. Um, it's not easy. And I think um, I struggled a lot um, through uni, um, trying to advocate for my needs and support. I think my advice is to um, persevere, um, don't give up, and always um, advocate for yourself even though it's challenging um, you need to make sure that your voice is heard and that um, you, and that's true that you can um, do well and, um, and you'll do it and you'll get through it yeah. good advice very good advice Cassidy it's been so lovely to talk to you today thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today no, my pleasure thank you for having me